Joined at the table by our friend Kyle Turley, played a long time in the NFL, and uh, has been a cannabis a- advocate longer than anybody that I know of uh, coming out of the NFL world. And it's amazing to think about when you started with that message where we are now, and I know there's still room to go. Yeah, there is. Unfortunately, there's room to go, but yeah. uh, we're, we're down that road, and it's not stopping. I see that Rams hat on you, man. That's right, man. My Rams have been a fan since I was a youngster, you know. Right. Uh, when I was eight years old, I had a Rams helmet. I got a picture of myself in three-point stance, same as I was on a cover of Sports Illustrated, man. I got to live the dream. So what 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 did it feel like for you to sign that contract with the Rams as your your childhood favorite team? Uh, I was it was a uh, uh, yeah bittersweet you know I mean uh, it was my childhood team but I got traded from you know my my place right my my my, my Nola you know I, I got traded they they switched GMs and booted me out of there because I didn't get along with the the guy that's there now you know I offered you know full full <laughs> full uh, you know uh, water under the bridge they yeah, gave me yeah. that head coaching job but they gave it to the D coordinator, you know, so. <laughs> How dare they all. Yeah, right? Hey, well, they're just giving these jobs to all these idiots. Tell her I, I got the right skin color. Why not, right? <laughs> talk good talk. There yeah. You go. yeah. <laughs> Kyle Durley. Um, for those that don't know that are listening in Nashville, you spent quite. You used to live in Nashville. Uh, do, you, do you get to Nashville much anymore? I'm back, man. I moved oh, back in back. June. Yeah, okay. we are back. Oh, I didn't That's know that. right. That's nice. right. Yeah, I've been sneaking around, been spying on y'all. You don't know I'm in town. Yeah. <laughs> No, we just moved back, man, in June. We finally got back. Uh, it was a whole process of contemplation. We were out in California. I found yeah. this resolution and all these issues I dealt with when I was in Tennessee, in and out of Williamson County Medical Center, having seizures and light sensitivity and vertigo all the time. Uh, you know, it's hard to, to, to sit there and make that decision. Do I go back to being a criminal? Yeah, <laughs> you know, while, while, while our, our governor Bill, I, I, I'm a big supporter of. I, I, I like what he said about China, but I'm living in Tennessee, criminal right now because I had to put my kids in school. You know, I wasn't going to do that in California because that's not school. That's that's concentration camp. So you know, I, I, I'm I'm down in Franklin. My kids are enjoying it. Hopefully, my son makes the baseball team. I'm missing tryouts right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. So uh, for real, people- real quick, Kyle has opinions about things. <laughs> I got truth. I got, I got nothing but truth. Yeah. Well, I, I, there ain't opinions. So <laughs> let's and and let's let people know that maybe don't know your story because I think that kind of shows where your opinions come from and and why you are so vocal about how you feel about things. You mentioned Williamson Medical Center. You mentioned being in and out. Just kind of fill everybody back home in on why and what you struggled with. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, there. I was there for seven years. I was uh, in and out of town on the road playing shows, went after a music career, did all the open mics to get there, and went and recorded a couple records, impressed some people, hit the road 100-plus dates a year. But when I was off the road and during that time, it just kept getting worse and worse. You know, all these episodes of vertigo constantly resulted in me then having seizures. I was in and out of the hospital, you know, constantly. It wasn't anything fun to deal with, you know. And then all the other issues that come with that after they prescribe you all these medications you know I it, it's not opinion it's off of first-hand experience I, I for 20 years lived in the pharmaceutical world doing everything they said to do and for the eight years now plus that I've experienced the resolution I've had I've not taken one of those pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and replaced every one of them with cannabis so you know the, the the history of that versus the history of the other and we got guys like Steve Gleason that have testified in front of the Louisiana State Legislature about how he would be dead 10 years ago 
ago from the medications of dealing with ALS if it wasn't for his knowledge and experience in using cannabis to help him through all this. So in your days playing in the NFL, um, you know, you come up with this injury, that injury, this ailment, that ailment. The, the solution in that world was always take this pill. Yeah. Take that pill. Yeah. It's always still is. Isn't and as a player, it? you just do it. It's the still the same thing. You know, it's, you turn on your it. TV. It's just a you know, just throwing it up all over our communities, and they're killing people left and right. You know, every one of these pharmaceuticals has a death rate attached to them. They can even put it out into the community with a death rate in their studies. They could kill up to I think three people in their study as long as they meet the criteria of the thousands of others that benefited from it. But those numbers add up when it becomes millions and millions of people, right? Which is why. We We've seen this you know, pandemic of extreme uh, proportions by the pharmaceutical industry. And now they want to start sticking us with needles and new things they came up with that they just got rapidly approved. You know, we've got this plant that sits out here and hasn't killed a soul in the history of the world and is responsible to communicating with the number one regulatory system in the human body called the endogenous cannabinoid system that your doctor and yours and yours don't want to talk to you about. Because they don't want to give you the true knowledge of what it is your body runs off of. <laughs> I don't know why. And why? Why? Why do you think is is sports and and cannabis, in in a, in a sense, go hand in hand? I, I think when you when you talk about healing the body and things like that. But why is it so difficult for the people in charge to understand it? Is it because they haven't played? Is it the big money that's involved? Like, what is it to make them not understand? Because you see the NBA starting to do it a little bit, um, not not testing so much for NFL, I, I would assume. But what is it? Like, Man, what do you put yeah, that, that's on? a great question. You know, I mean, we, we, we should go to a, a, maybe a Williamson County School Board meeting <laughs> to have this conversation. <laughs> oh, Lord. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Will, will, we be, will we be able to try to we'll just throw all the conspiracies the in the world at this thing because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've had the opportunity. The NFL has brought me in. I've given PowerPoint presentations in front of the entire medical staff of the NFL. Okay, These people are leading the head of neurology for the United States military, the head of emergency medicine for the United States military, the head uh, Vanderbilt University, the head of neurology, uh, Alan Sills, who lives down the street, that after I give a full PowerPoint presentation, they say to me, you're right, Kyle, we understand this. It's just going to take some time. Mm. And now they won't return my phone calls. They won't return emails. I was real nice at first. And then uh, I, I, lately I've just sent real, like, hey, what's up, man? I hope you better not see me around town anymore and say something to me like you, don't, like you know me because you're being ridiculous now. You know, Now they've given a million dollars to some study in San San Diego, a couple of my friends are actually part of, ironically, and thank goodness. Uh, but they're going to use some vape pens on some, you know, rugby players. Uh, you know, they're going to have a good exposure, good experience, bad experience. I've offered them a study uh, every training camp for the last 40 years just on CBD alone. You don't have to get high, and this will change the game. They won't let me do it. So I don't know why. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. And furthermore, it doesn't make any sense why you would want to keep uh, human health from humans. Uh, I, it makes no sense because it's not about this plant, uh, you know, and this whole thing with marijuana. It is about what it exposes, the endogenous cannabinoid system. It's inside every one of us. Yeah. If they lower drug testing to 10 nanograms of THC, everyone in the, in the world would test positive for marijuana. But, see, I think what you mentioned, I think this is probably the stigma that exists. You mentioned the getting high, and that's the stigma that exists, but that is not – 
the cannabis that the help you heal part of it that you kind of preach, right? No, I yeah, think that's yeah. what people maybe miss. Well, unfortunately, you know that that whole high side has been uh, not accepted in cannabis conversation, but accepted widely in you know the conversation of a glass of wine, mm-hmm. a beer at the end of the day, uh, to these pills that are being spewed into our communities. It's just one. Okay, we're getting ahead of this. Well, it only took one for me, okay, to end up into 20 bottles on my counter and all these other guys that have experienced this and those who aren't here today because of these companies pushing these drugs on us that do nothing but get you high. Uh, the high part of cannabis, that's the, that's the great part. That's just extra, okay? And if you can find those things in cannabis that uh, speak to your system and they get you high at the same time, they're also re- helping you deal with everything around you at a next level of of control and and uh, the ability to participate in this thing called life you know so what what is the problem with that it's uh, you know it, being high is just a better view of the world you know at the end of the day when it comes to cannabis when you're high on everything else that they're giving to us out here you're just high and you're detached from everything i was on every one of those drugs and they made me a zombie from zoloft to depakote wellbutrin almost jumped out the window in my house uh, these things are just poisons, and they, they should not be given to anyone. There's an opportunity in cannabis out there for every person. There's over 400 strains of cannabis. Each one does it something different. You don't have to be high. Kyle Tarley with us on 3HL. Um, so what sent you down investigating that cannabis path? You mentioned the drugs, uh, the pills, and all of those things, and, and, uh, and that was destroying you, right? Like what, what, what sent you down that path? The, the cannabis about. Oh uh, well, the drug, you know, the dr- drugs, the pills, man. You know, at the end of the day, that's what it was. And then obviously the experience and real issues dealing so just with finding some vertigo else. and light yeah. sensitivity. And so, you know, for me at first, it was like, you know, I, I, I was at my end. Okay, it was very homicidal, suicidal. All these things were just out of control. In and out of rehab situations, you know, in and out of hospitals, having seizures. Like, what is wrong? Something it can't. Nothing can get better. That's what your mind goes through post-football career. This is because they always tell you that when you're playing football. You know, this is the best you're going to feel the rest of your life right now, right? That's what they said all the time is stretch before practice. The best your body's going to feel the rest of your life. Well, I, I've cured since neuropathy, plantar fasciitis. I deal with arthritic pain. Uh, I could go back and play maybe a series of football <laughs> right now. Maybe I'll hold up past you know, the first series. But but I'm 46 years old, still training young guys now, uh, you know, in football, coaching still every time I get, uh, you know, active member of the community, starting companies, being involved in all these things uh you know i don't know what you want from me it's what eight years now i've been talking about this yeah <laughs> i'll be here eight more so you know the, the, where are we going to be in this conversation eight years from now or are they finally going to open this thing up and you know for what it what it is it's a true medicine it heals people and it saved my life period kyle turley all right tell us about on on the way out revenant mj.com tell us about it yeah revenant mj uh, is a, a brand that we started in california we're all over the state now and we are uh licensing across the country in every state possible hope tennessee comes online i've heard a lot of rumors of medical program this year and uh, hopefully uh you know swiftly into you know full opportunity all the city councils there are voting for it you know overwhelmingly uh and i think i just saw clarksville nine to one in the city council it doesn't even happen in california <laughs> you know so I, i'm expecting good things out of 
of Tennessee, and uh, we'll be in uh, Tennessee as well. We're exposing these strains that we've experienced uh, and all the opportunities that we've had in cannabis to the general public. And you can purchase it in California and these other states as we move along. There he is, Kyle Turley. Good to see you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we'll be opening the Revenant House in 2023, uh, fully cannabis-based and uh, plant-based recovery. Uh, We're going to use polycybins. We're going to use cannabis. We're going to use all these plant-based medicines and have a full recovery center uh, hopefully getting our community back to where it needs to be. All right. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.